bring you a three-minute digest of what happened in China's business sector. This is China Business Now by 21st Century Business Herald. Hello everyone, I'm Stephanie Lee. Coming up on today's program, the industrial output was up 0.7% in May as the economy emerges from epidemic woes. And China released sweeping plan to build Guangzhou's Nansha into a major strategic platform for global cooperation. Here's what you need to know about China in the past 24 hours. China's May industrial production expanded 0.7% year-on-year, reversing a drop of 2.9% in April, indicating strong signs of rebound and resilience of the world's second-largest economy after Omicron flare-ups dealt a heavier-than-expected blow to major economic activities last month. Retail sales, a major gauge of consumption, slid 6.7% in the period, better than the 11.11% plunge in April, data from the National Bureau of Statistics, or MBS, showed on Wednesday. Fixed assets investments saw steady growth in the first five months, jumping 6.2% from a year earlier to 20.6 trillion yuan, yet the number slowed from a 6.8% increase in the first four months. In May, fixed assets investment picked up 0.72% from a month earlier. China's investment in property development went down 4% year-on-year from January to May, standing at 5.21 trillion yuan. And investment in residential buildings came in at 3.95 trillion yuan, down 3% year-on-year. The survey urban unemployment rate stood at 5.9% in May, down 0.2 percentage point from April. A total of 5.29 million new urban jobs were created from January to May. During Wednesday's press conference, Fu Linghui, spokesperson for the NBS, said China's economy has gradually overcome the negative impact of the pandemic, with May indicators showing marginal improvement in May. However, Fu noted that the international environment has become more complex and domestic economic recoveries do faces difficulties and challenges. Looking into the future, the country will effectively coordinate epidemic prevention with economic and social development, step up macro policy adjustments and make every effort to ensure the implementation of pro-growth policies to promote sustained economic recovery, Fu said. China's actual use of foreign capital reached 87.77 billion US dollars in the first five months of 2022, up by 22.6% year-on-year, data from the Ministry of Commerce showed on Tuesday. From January to May, actual use of foreign funds in the services sectors rose 10.8% year-on-year, while actual use of foreign funds in high-tech industries saw a 42.7% surge. Greater Bay Area, Greater Future An overall plan for Nansha District in South China's Guangzhou City to deepen comprehensive cooperation between Guangdong, Hong Kong and Macau has been issued by the State Council on Tuesday. The plan aims to build Nansha into an important carrier and strong support for Hong Kong and Macau to better integrate into overall national development. Specifically, creating a major scientific and technological innovation platform will be a major task for Nansha's future development. A youth entrepreneurship and employment cooperation platform will also be built in Nansha. A high-level opening up portal will be built to provide comprehensive support for Chinese enterprises to go global and enhance the function of international shipping and logistics. 
The plan would also support Guangdong, Hong Kong and Macau institutions to set up yuan-denominated funds for overseas investment and loans. It backs qualified investors from Hong Kong and Macau to open licensed financial institutions such as securities companies, futures companies and fund companies in Guangdong. Nasha will have an annual quota of 10 billion yuan for new local government debt and corporate income tax rates will be reduced to 15% for enterprises in encouraged industries. China's southern broomtown Shenzhen saw its trade with members of the RCEP near 354 billion yuan from January to May, an increase of 1.2% year-on-year, data from Shenzhen's customs showed. During the period, export from Shenzhen to RCEP members reached 123.8 billion yuan, up 11.4% year-on-year. Local authorities have also set up the Shenzhen Service Center of RCEP to facilitate a trade with RCEP. CEP members. Next on industry and company news, China will raise the retail prices of gasoline and diesel from Wednesday based on recent changes in international oil prices, said the country's top economic planner Tuesday. Gasoline and diesel prices will increase by 390 yuan and 375 yuan per ton respectively, marking the 10th fuel price hike this year. China's cyberspace regulator issued new rules Tuesday requiring all information publishing and messaging mobile apps to serve only users with authenticated real name identification starting August 1. The Cyberspace Administration of China has also asked app developers to be responsible for contents showcased in the app and should not produce or circulate illegal information. The Ministry of Industry and Information Technology, or MIT, said Tuesday that it is studying whether to widen the preferential tax policy for buying an electric car. The policy, which came into effect in 2014, is scheduled to expire this year after multiple extensions. China's first self-developed large passenger aircraft, DC-919, has successfully completed all test flights and will soon receive its airworthiness certificate, the MIIT reviewed on Tuesday. The news signals that the large single-aisle truck airliner will start commercial flights soon. China has signed 204 bilateral airworthiness agreements with 27 countries and regions. Huawei Technologies has reportedly linked arms with Chinese automakers, including Sherry Automobile, to install the tech giant's self-developed Harmony OS operating system in new vehicles models as it reached agreement with Sherry, JC Motors and Arxfox. However, Huawei responded today that no information could be released by now. Switching gears to financial news, China's securities regulator denied a media report Tuesday that it asked foreign investment banks to disclose their senior executives' compensation details or suggested pay curbs. China's Securities Regulatory Commission said in a statement that the report is not factual, while not specifying what report it referred to, adding that Nordic or relevant authorities have held such meetings. 
China's outstanding yuan funds for foreign exchange declined from a month earlier at the end of May. Data from the PBOC showed Tuesday. The funds came in at about 21.32 trillion yuan at the end of last month, down by 8.99 billion yuan from April. HSBC could generate 26.5 billion US dollars of extra returns for shareholders if it spins out its Asian business, according to a research that could substantiate a push from its largest shareholder to overhaul the bank on Monday. Pingan Insurance Group, HSBC's biggest shareholder, was believed to be the independent third party that commissioned the report. A spokesperson for Pingan declined to comment if it was behind the analysis. And wrapping up with a quick look at the stock market, Chinese stocks rose to more than three-month highs on Wednesday, lifted by strong inflows after data showed stronger-than-expected growth in industrial production in May. At the close, the Shanghai Composite was up 0.5%, and the Shenzhen component rose 0.95%, with a total turnover topping 1.2 trillion yuan. In Hong Kong, the Hang Seng surged 1.14% and the tech index rose 2.35%. That's it for today. Tune in tomorrow on China Business Now by 21st Century Business Herald. Goodbye.